What's up, guys? This is Jared Graybill, and you're listening to the Live Well, Lead Well podcast. Welcome to another episode of Live Well, Lead Well. My name is Jared Graybill, and I'm the host of this podcast, uh, YouTube show. And um, as promised on the last episode where we talked about is social media really necessary? Um, If you haven't checked that out, make sure that you check it out. Um, It's episode 10 of Live Well, Lead Well. Um, But on that episode, as promised, I mentioned that the next one, episode 11, we're going to be talking about tough organizational changes. Um, and this is something that, like, throughout the 2018 as a year, uh, myself and my company, we had to navigate through a lot of stuff, and um, we made it out, right, alive. And so uh, I really, really wanted to teach on this as a, a coach and a consultant. Um, it's something that comes up a lot in the conversations that I have. Um, and so, it, it, you know, in my professional career, I've made a ton of mistakes. Granted, I've, I've been a professional for 11 years now. Um, uh, managing health clubs and then I've owned my own business for four years now and so again I've made a lot of mistakes in the professional world and I'm sure that I'll continue to do so but I learn a lot from those things Um, especially in my life I've made a significant amount of mistakes and so um, today's teaching I'll reflect on some of the stuff that I've had to go through and deal with Um, and so it'll touch both on professional and personal life Uh, however today's focus is primarily navigating through tough organizational changes. Um, Now, as long as you lean in and apply what you learn today and what I teach today, then this should provide a lot of value for you guys out there um, that if you own a business, you're going to deal with, you either just dealt with some change, you're doing it right now, or you're going to soon. Um, So hopefully if you lean in, this will help you a lot. Um, So let's dive in. Tough organizational change. so some of the some of the questions that you could ask or some of the things that might be relevant to you is uh, do you have to fire somebody right that's never easy uh, I, I only know a few people in the history of my professional career that enjoyed firing people and I, they're not the best people in the world so unless you're one of those guys then that's typically a tough thing for you to do um, no matter who you are especially maybe the person you need to fire or let go is a family member Um, Maybe you need to let go of a good friend or somebody that has become a good friend over time. Or maybe you need to let go of a long time, now underperforming employee within your organization, right? That's a tough organizational change. Um, Do you need to shut down a portion of your operation? Uh, Maybe to increase profitability or to create more opportunities in the future. Or maybe you're even just moving offices. Um, That's a tough organizational change. And... uh, there's a lot of strategic communication that takes place whenever you do something like that. Or maybe even uh, for a lot of you guys, are you a new leader and you've taken over a a small business or a a sector of a larger business and some of the people in your team or on your team have been there longer than you, right? But you've been hired to come on board and make some changes because chances are if you got hired, that means somebody else had to move out of that spot and something wasn't getting done. And so there's a lot of changes that have to take place whenever you want to perform uh, or reach those expectations. So if one of those things was you, really pay attention. Um, I can empathize a lot with really all of those things. In the last calendar year, um, and these are just an example, one of my values as a, as a human is transparency. And um, sometimes it's painful. But I really think that 
as leaders, we go through some stuff and God allows us to go through some stuff, whether or not we navigate it properly in order to teach other people how to maybe avoid the mistakes that, that we've made or I've made. Um, or if we, if we just luck out and get it right, um, it's our responsibility to teach others what we did right, what we learned through it. So that way you, the audience, you don't have to make the same mistakes that I made. And so these are just examples. I'm not proud of these things, but they're decisions that I've had to make um, in order to continue growing a business that, you know, our vision is to reach more people long-term uh, at, at Superfit Foods. Our vision is to change the way that people eat long-term and how they view healthy eating. So a lot of changes have to take place within the organization in order to reach that goal. It's a big thing. Um, so again, within the last calendar year, one of the things I had to do, which was very, very difficult, um, is let go of my brother. Uh, my full brother, right, we grew up together. He came on board in the early stages of starting the company. Um, and so as the company changed and grew and staff and, moved, and all this crazy stuff happens, um, I had to make the decision to part ways with my brother, right? So that's a, a tough change. And so uh, another decision I had to make um, and uh, was to let go of my best friend at the time. And uh, some of the changes that we have to make as a, as a CEO or as a business owner or a leader, it's not necessarily always due to underperformance. Um, a lot of times, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, the, the company will grow in a different direction, right? So you're gonna have great employees um, that just aren't growing in the same direction as you. And those are going to be really tough to spot. Um, and so if that's you, like I said, just lean in today. Um, I've also had to shut down our original kitchen. We ended up expanding into a new, larger operation in a different city. It was more strategic. It made more sense. And so in doing so, we recognized, obviously, that our original kitchen um, wasn't uh, uh, profitable and so we had to shut that down in order to do that we had to let go of some people that was a tough decision um, and then another decision I've made within the past calendar year is to part ways with my original uh, partner and so these are all really tough changes um, but as a company and as a leader I've had to navigate through them and so uh, so I hope to teach you guys a little bit about how I did those things and again I'm not saying that I did it the best way or the right way um, but this is just the, the steps that I took. And so I think uh, one of the quotes that I really, really like, and I read this in, I think, the book Good to Great a couple of years ago, uh, Jim Stockdale said this. And so before we get started, I want to open with this. It says, you must never confuse faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they may be. It's kind of long-winded, so I'm going to say it again. But once you really read this, and maybe you should just Google it after you listen to this and just kind of write it down so you can absorb it, but he says, you must never confuse the faith that you will prevail in the end, which you can never afford to lose, with the discipline to confront the most brutal facts of your current reality, whatever they may be. So the first step to navigating through tough organizational change is face the facts and forget your feelings. It's a two-part thing, but it goes together. So you have to face the facts, and you have to forget your feelings, especially in, in small business um, or when leading small teams. Because what's going to happen a lot of times is if you're a, a leader of a small team, and if you're a good one, um, you're going to gain relationships, and you're going to get close to these people, right? And even if it's just in the workplace, you're going to get to know each other. 
Um, and so as time goes on and you recognize that there's a change that you need to make, there's a decision that you have to make as a whole that may affect everybody, um, you, you have to make the decision, you have to be able to separate your feelings from the facts and move forward. So the first step is face the facts and forget your feelings. Um, the second step, and these are going to go through pretty quickly, is talk to a professional and or a mentor. Right, so once you've decided, you've, you've taken inventory of your business, or maybe your boss has pushed you to reach a goal, and you're thinking, well, how do I reach this goal? And you face the facts, you set your feelings aside, and you recognize, okay, this is the decision that I have to make. Before you move on it, you go to step two. And step two is talk, talk to a professional, right? So for those of you that are lucky enough to maybe have higher-ups in your organization that you look up to, um, that would be them. Or if you own your own business, you would seek out somebody that has done what you've done or maybe has uh, done what you're trying to do, or maybe they're just in a similar sector of business. Um, seek them out. Uh, and, and sometimes you may not know these people, so you're going to have to be strategic, you're going to have to be intentional, you're going to have to be humble, but seek out a professional. For those of you that have a mentor that you trust, right? not everybody has a mentor. I don't have like a full-time mentor, but I have people in my life. That, uh, that I try to reach out to in times where I'm making a business decision, I know a guy, right? Uh, if I've got a life decision, if I've got a relationship decision. So um, for those of you that have a mentor in your life, seek this person out. You never want to assume just because you've made the decision, right? You've faced the facts and forgotten about your feelings and now you know what you need to do. It doesn't mean you're right. So uh, talk to a professional and or a mentor. And in one of these, in, in, in a few instances of my life, uh, I've thought, you know, we need to make these changes, we need to increase profitability or whatever. And I've talked to a mentor and said, I'm going to do these two things. And there's one particular instance where he says, I think you should just do one. Those two might rock the boat. And so I was set on doing these two, making these two changes. Things. I thought it was it. And he said, no, 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 I think you should make one. And once I did that, um, it was genius. I made that change. It wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. But I recognized that if I would have done both of those things, he was right. It would have rocked the boat, and so I'm so happy that I took uh, my buddy out for some pizza and we talked about tough organizational changes. So step two, talk to a professional, a coach, or a mentor. Um, step three, get prepared, right? Again, a lot of people, um, we move fast, and uh, especially if you're an entrepreneur, um, and we make a decision, we talk to a mentor, and then we just go to work the next day, and we're like, we're going to do this. And you've got to pump the brakes. Um, you've got to take practical steps towards making the change that you've decided on. Um, prepare how you will initiate and execute the change. You need to put pen to paper on this one. Um, and, and put literally steps down. Okay, step one is, this is my decision. Step two, what comes next? Step three, what comes next? You need to prepare for how this change will affect your organization. If you've got somebody in your organization or on your team that you can trust, and I think you should be able to trust everybody, but that you can trust with this level of communication, um, if, if you've got that luxury, I would run this by them and ask them, how do you think this is going to affect everybody? I have to do it anyways, but what do you think the steps are to, to preparing for this? How do we communicate this change? So that's the next thing. Prepare how you will communicate the change and why. Um, Pastor Craig Rochelle, he's got a phenomenal podcast, but um, he says... People don't, uh, I'm going to butcher it, 
No, he says people don't dislike change. They dislike the way we try to make them change. Um, and so the communication is everything with organizational change. Before you implement it, you've got to communicate it. But more importantly, you've got to communicate the why behind the what. What are we going to do and why? And it's going to soften the blow for a lot of people. A lot of people, if they believe in you, they're going to be on your side. And so I wouldn't worry so much about that, but they won't like it if you don't tell them anything. Everybody wants to feel like they're trusted because they should be trusted if they're within your organization. So step three is prepare for the change. And the last step, once you've gone through three, is execute immediately. Um, once you're prepared, once you've made your decision, you've talked to the pros, you need to move fast. Um, too many people spend time in the waiting stage. Uh, I'm a Christian, and so I've got a good group of Christian guys and friends of mine. And um, one thing that we hear uh, is, is I'm going to pray about it, right? And so if that's you, if you're, if you're a believer, at this particular point, um, it's time to work. It's time to stop praying about it. You've prepared. You've talked to the professionals. Um, a lot of people wait because they don't want to hurt people's feelings. Um, and leaders don't like change, oftentimes just as much as everybody else. Um, but once you've made that decision, it's time to execute immediately. So I'm going to close with four questions. Um, the first question is, what changes are you pushing off that you know you need to make, but one of these reasons is holding you back? Right? So what changes do you need to make in your organization right now in order to keep moving forward? That's the question one. Question two is, who do you need to seek out about that change? Right? Again, like I had mentioned, some of us have a mentor in our life, but maybe that mentor isn't specific to this particular department. Maybe they're even biased. Um, so who do you need to seek out in order to properly make this change? Question three is, how are you going to prepare? Question four, when exactly do you plan to execute? So the four steps to navigating through tough organizational change, I'll repeat it. Number one, face the facts and forget your feelings. It's going to be a tough one, but it's worth it. Number two, talk to a professional, seek out a mentor or a coach. Number three, be prepared. And number four, execute immediately. Hey, I hope that helped you a lot. Um, and if you are going through those changes, uh, and if you know anybody else in your industry or in leadership that's going through some changes, make sure you share this episode with them. Uh, and if this episode helped you at all, I'd love it if you left us a review. Um, subscribe to the podcast or the YouTube channel. Leave any comments about what you'd like to learn about next. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Live Well, Lead Well. I don't take it for granted that we've got an audience. And uh, I'm really excited for the next episode. So we'll see you then. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Live Well, Lead Well podcast today. I hope that the show has served you in some way. And if you enjoyed it, please make sure to leave a comment. Uh, click the button to subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with some of your friends that you think it might help. Until next time, have an awesome day.